0: Hey, and welcome to the Intuitively Inspired Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Elizabeth, and I'm a holistic health coach. It is my mission to guide you into being the CEO of your own body and life, to have you stepping into the most confident, empowered version of you, and really redefining your meaning of health and happiness so that you can leave feeling lit up, tuned in, and turned on by your life. Each week, we will delve into all things health and wellness, whether that be nutrition, hormones, periods, stress management, personal growth, having a healthy relationship with food, living intuitively, and literally everything in between. I am so, so excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Intuitively Inspired. I am literally so excited for this conversation today. I cannot even tell you. This has been a topic that I have been absolutely obsessed with over the course of the last year or so. And I have spent so much time and energy really delving into not only understanding the four phases of my cycle, but learning to um, change and tailor all of my self-care, movement, the food that I'm eating, the amount of sleep that I'm getting, and literally everything around these four phases. And I have noticed such a massive difference in not only the way that I feel, but in my health, in my work, in my relationships, and literally everything. And so I'm really excited to speak to you today about the four different phases of your cycle, why it's so important that you know this, why it's so important that you track this, and what it might mean for you and your health and your life and your relationships and the way that you feel in each of these phases. So really, really excited to have this conversation with you. You might have noticed if you've been following me on Instagram over the past few weeks or so that my content is very much expanding. So when I first started my business, I think for every health coach, right, when they first start, it's all like, pick a niche, and you've got to be in a certain area, and you're not allowed to branch out, and you've got to work with a client on one particular thing, and for me, of course, that was going to be binge and emotional eating, purely because after struggling with it for so long myself, and learning to overcome it, I honestly think that it really was the catalyst for my growth, and the catalyst for me Being where I am today is learning to heal my relationship with food and so that was the first thing that I really wanted to delve into and work with clients on and I have now worked with so many clients in this area and helped them to heal their relationships with food and I am ready not to let that go because I'm still 1 billion percent going to be working with women on emotional eating and binge eating and healing their relationships with food and their bodies but I think I'm ready to expand now into other areas. So working with women on hormone health, working with women on um, healing their cycles, if they have irregular periods, maybe they're struggling with PCOS, um, PMDD, whatever it is that they're struggling with um, and fertility as well. So I'm really excited to be branching out and doing a little bit more content in the area of hormones. And honestly, what I am finding is that hormone health and a healthy relationship with food are two in the same like the variation of your cycle and your hormones has everything to do with your relationship with food and it has everything to do with the way that you feel about your body and so it's really important as we work on our relationships with food and we work on our health in general that we know where we're at right I really have got to the point now where I don't understand how you can fully listen to your body unless you know your cycle really well like it just gives you that deeper understanding of what is going on in your body and so I'm really really excited to branch out a little bit more and do a little bit more with clients and not only have this one niche of binge and emotional eating which is always going to be so close to my heart but also working with clients on uh, their hormones and healing their hormones as well. Um, one of the really interesting things is that obviously I've been in this work for what nearly three years now and I'm absolutely loving it and one of the things that I always find is the universe will give me little signs of you know what's next for me and what I'm finding is that a lot of the clients that I'm currently bringing on yes are struggling with emotional eating but they also maybe have PCOS or they also are really struggling with their periods or um, are having irregular cycles or no cycles at all and I'm taking that as a little bit of a sign from the universe, because this has been a topic that I've just been so so obsessed with and studying so much on, and really delving a lot of time and energy into. I'm taking this as a sign from the universe like, hey girl, there is more for you, you don't just need to be working and pigeonholing yourself into this one area, but you get to branch out and do more with your clients and help and serve in a better way. And so, I'm very much taking that as a sign and very excited to do so. And I suppose this podcast episode will really give you the initial like foundational base layer of what you need to know about the different phases of your cycle and why they're so important and what you might feel at each stage so that you can really empower yourself with tracking your cycle and understanding yourself on a deeper level so really really excited to go ahead and chat through this with you today so I don't know what your initial reaction is when someone brings up the topic of conversation around periods, but if you are anything like me before I started this work, it was very much like, ew, don't talk about it, like this is gross, like periods are literally the worst time of my month, I hate them, I do everything that I can to avoid them, and honestly I just resented being a woman and resented having a period. I was the girl who would go to the doctors and get the pill and then skip the Seven day sugar pill thing and go straight into taking it even more so so that I could just never have one um and ugh, I just literally hated them so so much and I'm gonna do another episode on the pill and the side effects of the pill and my journey with the pill because that is a whole other story in itself um but I did experience lots of side effects from the pill and so I ended up coming off it and I've just had like a lot of on, an on and off relationship with the pill And so, whenever I found that I was off it, my periods would be so painful. I would feel horrendous. Like, I remember being a teenage girl, probably about 12 or 13, and literally lying in a ball, like wherever I could, in absolute agony because my periods hurt so, so much. And I was in so much pain, I literally thought that I was dying. And just being told, like, oh, don't be so overdramatic, like, don't be ridiculous. And so periods for me have just been a struggle ever since, right? Um, and I've literally got to the place over the past few years or so, and it's really gone hand in hand. And this just goes to show how everything is so connected because it's gone hand in hand with the work that I've done to heal my relationship with food, right? There are so many synchronicities around your relationship with food and the way that you and and the way that your cycle is, right? For example, you might have noticed that if you have had a history of real severe restriction and dieting that maybe you've lost your period for a few months or you know if you're constantly binging on specific foods um you know like the quick fix foods the packets food packet foods and then you know restricting the rest of the time you might find that actually you know because of the inflammation and because of the you know the constant binging on foods that aren't necessarily going to make you feel the best your periods are then also really really awful so I have noticed since healing my relationship with food and really delving into holistic health, how just the, it has just had the most incredible effect on my periods. So I absolutely promise you that it is so possible to heal your relationship with your cycle and get yourself to a point where you actually really enjoy having a period and you really enjoy moving through those different phases. Um, and another thing that I really want to do another episode on is the fact that having a screwed up period which is painful and awful and just like a horrible experience is not normal it might be common it might be you know society's message to women is like this is always going to be a terrible time of the month for you and just shut up and get on with it basically but that is not normal and it doesn't have to be that way so I'm really hoping that you know, uh, with the new content that I'm going to be putting out and all of the, um, you know, extra information that I'm giving that you'll be able to really cultivate a healthier, happier relationship with your cycle and healthier cycle in general, because it absolutely doesn't need to be the case that you have an awful period. So Moving on then into the four different phases of your cycle. So a normal cycle will be around 28 days, right? Some is slightly more and some will be slightly less. So mine, for example, is 33. So definitely don't want to panic if yours is over the kind of standard 28 days. Um, That can be completely normal. And there are four different phases. So you have your menstrual phase, which is the first phase, um, the follicular phase, ovulation and luteal phase right so your menstrual phase is obviously your when you're on your cycle right so when you're bleeding and the first day of your cycle is the first day of your bleed so if you are going to start tracking your cycle which I absolutely recommend for every single woman is to start tracking from day one so the first day of your bleed literally write down day one and write down um you know how you're feeling what your physical symptoms are maybe you're struggling with acne maybe you're not sleeping very well maybe your cravings are through the roof whatever else start with the day 1 right and then move through your cycle however long um your cycle is like i say mine's 33 so i had a bit of a panic because everything says you know oh it's 28 days it's 28 days it absolutely you know it's um uh it's it's normal for it to be fluctuating it's normal for it to be a different number And so start with day one, track how you feel, track, um, you know, your mood, track your sleep, Track absolutely everything. And you will begin to cultivate such an incredible relationship with your body, such a deeper sense of understanding and knowing your body. And um, it will also allow for you to have lots of information as to what needs changing and getting back into balance. For example, if you are really struggling with your skin or if you are really struggling with sleep at certain times of the month or you are really struggling with bloating or cravings or whatever else it's a sign that you know your body is asking for help in that specific area and so all of this is really helpful and healthy information to have so definitely recommend start from your day one and you know you can get some really incredible cycle tracking apps as well Um, and so if you don't want to do pen to paper I love writing down in my journal like what day I'm on and how I'm feeling um, and all of the symptoms that I have coming up because it means that I can kind of flick through them and read through them Um, but if you want to use an app because you'll find that easier and it maybe might prompt you into um, writing things down and reminding you and everything else, then absolutely go for it. Whatever's going to help you to be consistent with it, then do it for sure. So another thing that might be really helpful here is to correlate what menstrual phase you're in with the seasons of the year, okay? So rather than your menstrual phase just being your menstrual phase, you can see it as your winter, right? And this, you'll start to see a really clear picture now of how you're feeling and what you potentially need depending on what season you're in, right? So when you're bleeding and you're in your menstrual phase, it's the winter of your cycle. You're in your winter and in your, um, follicular phase that is your spring the spring of your cycle so imagine how you you usually feel in spring imagine what you usually need in spring imagine what feels good for you in spring that's what will be coming up for you in your follicular phase um in ovulation that is your summer right this is the time of your cycle where you are thriving extroverted and just feeling it and yourself um that's ovulation and then of course your luteal phase which is the autumn so having a think about you know how do you usually feel in autumn and how does that correlate with where you're at in your cycle so that's a really helpful way of remembering it and a really helpful way of really thinking about what you might need during each of the phases of your cycle another thing that's really important to mention before we move on into each section is that the way that you experience your cycle is going to be totally unique to you so in the same way that I always talk about with food and body and everything else what works for someone else isn't necessarily going to work for you and what works for that person isn't necessarily going to work for the next person we are all different we are all unique we are all going through our own experiences so it's really important as you're tracking your cycle not to judge yourself not to get annoyed with yourself or upset that you know um that it doesn't look quite the way that it you know quote unquote should um and actually really just focus on tuning into your own body and knowing that you are unique the way that you're going to experience it is going to be completely different right so let's first of all, all move into the menstrual phase right and this is the winter of your cycle so you can imagine how you'd be feeling during the winter right it is your time to cocoon up. This is when you might be feeling your most introverted. You might be feeling like you want to be by yourself. You want to spend a lot of time in solitude. You want to maybe sit at home, read some books, watch some movies, and literally just be in your own space and in your own cocoon. So during this time of your cycle, it's very normal that you're going to be craving warming foods that are grounding and comforting. And you know the types of foods that you To eat during the winter, right? And so, what I always find really interesting is that women have this thing where they feel pressure to have lots of smoothies and salads and very like cold, raw type foods. And honestly, during this time of the month, they are not beneficial at all. Um, And so, it is totally normal if you are in your winter and you are like, wow, I am just really craving a hot stew right now, or a curry, or a chili, or whatever it is that you're feeling like. And that is so okay. And it's important to lean into that thinking about the way that you feel it in terms of your winter, really think about it as, you know, this is a time of your cycle when you are going to be so intuitive. Um, so just like in tune with yourself, wanting to be in your own energy. And so really scheduling time for alone time for reading, for journaling, for meditating. It may not be the best time of your month to be making lots of like social, um, Uh, appointments with people and going out with your friends and um you know uh doing lots of high intensity exercise and having loads of projects on at once right this is a time where you really want to slow down and you want to allow yourself to be a little bit of an introvert allow yourself to spend time with you right so that's your winter moving on into your follicular phase which is the spring of your cycle right so when you're in your menstruation obviously you are feeling like you're in this little cocoon. It's the dead of winter. You want to be inside. You want to be cozied up. But as you start to see those first signs of spring, you are starting to feel like there is hope in the world again, right? You're starting to feel like, ah, maybe I want to dip my toe in the water of life again. Maybe I want to start socializing again. Maybe I am feeling more up to going out and about and getting back to my day-to-day routine and everything else so during this phase of your cycle it's very normal that you start to feel more sociable more curious more creative um, you're feeling more energetic and along with that comes higher self-esteem right you might have noticed that when you're in your menstruation in terms of body image you are just not feeling yourself maybe you don't even want to look at yourself maybe you just want to be in the like baggiest clothes and you just want to be like I Ashley's clothes are just a vibe when I menstruate in because they're just so comfy they're cozy I feel great in them and as I'm moving into my spring I'm starting to notice that my self-esteem is starting to increase and I'm starting to feel a lot better about my body and myself and my life and you know everything is a reflection of how you're feeling internally and so there is no difference with the phases of your cycle and so again I think with body image this gives you such a permission slip as well because when you're struggling with body image in your menstruation or in your luteal phase um you can kind of say well you know this totally makes sense because I'm in this phase of my cycle and so let me give myself some grace let me give myself some self-compassion and so in your spring you are probably likely to be feeling more kind of motivated to move your body and more motivated to have great conversations in your relationships and um you know the the cravings for lighter foods might occur you might start to find that you're no longer craving these grounding and warming foods um but you're more so craving foods that really match the energy that you're in and as you move through spring you will find that you become more energetic I think what's really important during this phase of your cycle is it's very easy as soon as you get into your spring to be like right I've got to get back on it I've got to do this that the other and especially in the world that we live in right now it's very easy to get back into that kind of productive mind like I've got to be productive I've got to do this I've got to do that um but with your spring take it easy right be compassionate with yourself and just you know remind yourself that you've just menstruated you've just had your bleed like it's important to like edge your way in I think if you jump into things too quickly you then risk the rest of your cycle you just feeling really burnt out right so in your spring reminding yourself like hey I get to chill out here I get to um do this slowly I get to um really inch my way forward I don't need to you know now in my spring I have to go back to these really intense hit workouts and everything else like absolutely not I would really start to you know gradually do that over time And then of course you move into your summer, which is your ovulation. And this is really the main event of your cycle. This is when your hormones are at their highest. And I definitely need to do another episode talking about the different fluctuations of your hormones. Um, I know that I touched on it in the episode about building a morning routine. And I definitely think if you haven't listened to that one yet, go back and listen to it following on from this episode, because it will show you why having a morning routine isn't necessarily massively helpful um, when you are a woman because you know there'll be some days when you wake up on your winter and your morning routine might look completely different to when you wake up in your summer your morning routine might might you might want it to be completely different and so um really tuning into how you feel during each phase of your cycle is so so important and building your life around it is so valuable and so important as well So obviously we move on now into your summer, your ovulation, and this is really when you are at your peak, you are feeling yourself. Um, This is of course, when if you um, were to be trying for a baby, this would be the time that you would be going for it (laughs) because um, this is when you are of course fertile. Uh, again we're going to go into another episode at some point on tracking your cycle because you can only get pregnant for six days of your cycle that's during your ovulation and I think you know I definitely didn't know that until um a few years back I literally went through life thinking oh my gosh I like you can get pregnant whenever you have to be really careful but actually that's not the case and so during your summer having a think about how do you feel during the summer right everything is fun you feel really energetic you feel up for everything um you You are, you know, your um, workload can be higher. Your threshold for stress can be higher. Your relationships, you know, you're probably feeling really extroverted in your relationships and feeling um, like you want to be around people and you want to um, be communicating a lot with people and you want to have a laugh and go out and all sorts of different things. Um, That is very normal in your summer. So this is, of course, a really good time to um, schedule in nights with your friends um it's a really good time to be going on holiday it's a really good time especially if you run your own business right this is a really good time for you to be like going and doing the photo shoots and Creating loads of content where your face is needed. Um, Maybe if you're at work, this is a new time to, um, you know, put yourself, um, volunteer yourself or put yourself forward for new projects and um, really get involved in those extracurricular activities and things like that that you want to get involved with. This is the time to be saying yes and doing more essentially. So ovulation is the time when your estrogen levels are at their highest. And the way that you can think about estrogen as a hormone is that it's your Beyonce hormone, right? It's the hormone that is fiery. She is sassy. She's feeling herself. She wants to go out. She wants to party. She wants to have fun. She wants to be sociable and just have a great time. And What you will start to notice is that as you move into your autumn, so as you move into your luteal phase, your estrogen starts to decrease, the level of estrogen in your body starts to decrease. And as that happens, you will slowly start to notice this transition from summer into autumn. Now imagine how that feels in day-to-day life, right? When you are transitioning from those high energy peak summer months into autumn, it almost feels like you are starting to want to hibernate again you're getting burnt out from being out all the time and out in the sunshine and whatever else and you're ready to you know you're ready to put on a big woolly jumper and sit inside in front of the fire you're ready to start peeling it back a little bit and coming back home to yourself and that is very much what autumn is all about it's that transition from being go 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 to okay now I need to take stock of how I feel and start to rein it in a little bit So you might feel that the flow and productive energy that you had during your spring and summer has now just all of a sudden come to a halt. You might find that you feel like you're detaching and withdrawing from, um, you know, the social situations that you've kind of um, been involved in, maybe your work or whatever else it is, you start to notice that your energy is slumping, you become a little bit more sensitive and overall you just feel like you are coming into a time where you need to be more reflective and more introverted again and so this is very much your preparation for your winter your preparation for that time where you just get to be with yourself right and some of the amazing things about being in your autumn and this is the time where maybe you struggle with the most like PMS symptoms or maybe you struggle really with your mood and things like that that's often a sign of a hormonal imbalance and so it's really important if you are struggling with lots of that um to Uh, to work on healing your hormones to work on healing your cycle right Um, but you can 100% get to a place where your autumn feels so good because it is really a time for allowing yourself to be in deep thought and deep focus. It's a really good time for reviewing. So during my um, luteal phase, so my autumn, I often take this time to really think about what do I want to achieve in my business? What things are going well? What things need improvement? What do I need to focus on doing more of? What ideas do I have that I haven't brought into fruition yet? And really allowing myself to review and allowing myself to be with myself like explore what is going on in my head how are my relationships right now how are things going this is a really great time for starting to journal and really um spend some time being in introversion essentially now along with all of that time for being with yourself you might also find that during your autumn that your inner critic is loud (laughs) you might find that if you really struggle with negative inner self-talk that during this time of the month that is exactly what's happening right you are you know calling yourself names your body image is not doing so well you are um being really tough on yourself really harsh on yourself and so I think what's really really important is during this phase of your cycle to almost not expect it um but to be aware that it may be a possibility already so that it doesn't come as this massive surprise and again this is such a important and helpful um thing about uh understanding your cycle is that you uh, now get to foresee problems you know you might have heard me talk about proactive versus reactive eating um this is really proactive versus reactive living right if you can foresee what what phase of your cycle you're going to be in straight away it allows so much more room for you to just be like oh that makes sense as to why my inner critic is so loud right now is because I'm in my luteal phase and so what I probably need is some self-compassion what I probably need is some introversion right and so um your autumn can really be quite a tough time especially if your hormones are out of whack I remember autumn being the worst time for me for sure just really absolutely hating it and struggling so badly with pms um but a it doesn't have to be like that and b if you can lean into it a little bit more so rather than still pushing yourself you know in the way that we would have you would potentially do that in your summer where you're like going out and being sociable if you're still pushing yourself to be like that in your autumn life is going to be really difficult for you right so knowing that you're in your autumn and knowing that you need to rein it in a little bit because you're going into your summer um winter Will make all the difference for you. Will make you feel so much better. Um, So leaning into it, and this is what I always say to my clients, even in the area of food and cravings and sleep and stress and things like that. Rather than pulling away from the body, rather than trying to force and push and whatever, can you lean into it instead? So if you're moving into your autumn and you're starting to understand, like, wow, my self-talk during this time of the month is really unhelpful, and you know this is coming up and that's coming up. How can you lean in? What do I need right now? Do I need self-compassion? Do I need to go back? to those warming and grounding activities again really think about you know with movement you know not forcing yourself to do that hit workout that really strenuous workouts um and and the really strenuous projects and things like that but how can you bring in some self compassion how can you move slowly and gently how can you tailor it to where you're at in your cycle so that is a little overview of the four phases obviously I have not had a bunch of time to go into masses of detail um, there is a module in my self-paced course healing to healthy about the different phases of your cycle and what foods you would be helpful for each phase um, but 100% let me know because I'm really keen to do a bit of a workshop on this um, that is fully like going into the different four phases and exactly what movement might be helpful um, the food that will be helpful um the self-care activities that would be helpful for each phase as well um, i'm really keen to put something like that together so definitely drop me a message and let me know if you would be interested um but one of the things um that i definitely want you to take from this episode is to start tracking your cycle start tracking with what day you're on with how you're feeling with what symptoms are coming up for you how did you sleep um and start to because then you'll be able to foresee right what is happening and what you're um and and what you're going to be experiencing each month and when you can foresee them you can prepare for them and when you can prepare for them you feel so much better and it does wonders for your health it's done wonders for my relationships it's done wonders for my business it's done wonders for you know even my relationship with food just knowing oh like my uh winter is coming up and so i'm going to be craving more of xyz how can i make my foods more comforting how can i make what i'm eating more satisfying more nourishing for that time of the month and really being able to plan in advance um, is so so helpful so um I really hope that this has been helpful I hope that you've got so much from it definitely come back and give this another listen to with a pen and paper so that you can write some notes for yourself so I really hope that you found this episode really helpful and I hope that it's giving you a bit of inspiration to go out and start understanding your body on that deeper level really um, being able to track your cycle and how you feel and just really get to know yourself on a level that nobody else can and I've just really enjoyed sitting down and recording it so thank you so much for giving me the space and giving me the time and your energy today um as usual if you have loved this episode please do share it on your instagram and tag me as well so that I can actually see that you've shared it um this is really what helps my episodes be a thing is the fact that you guys listen to it and share it with the people that you know it's going to benefit from um also if you'd like to leave a review please do I would honestly really appreciate that as well Um, and pop me across a message on instagram let me know how you got on with it let me know how you found it and if you found it helpful and what you've learned and i am excited to start being a lot more consistent on the podcast um, and start doing more episodes and i'm excited to branch out a little bit into hormone health as well i think it would just be so fun and something a little bit different for everyone as well so really really excited thank you so much for joining i cannot wait for the next one already and i will speak to you soon